Hey, Michael. Hello, Rich. It's been a little bit since we've recorded one of these uh, here episodes of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had to go on a little break for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> so the the last time we recorded one of these was, what, the middle of December? Um, yes. I think it was like right hear- as like the Mandalorian was wrapping up and we were kind of headed into the holidays. Then, we didn't uh, get to talk about that. <laughs> we didn't. No, that's right. That's right. Nope. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't. I know it. Yeah, we didn't. Um, yeah, so leading into that, some uh, some stuff happened. Um, some life happened. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Um, yes. It's going to be a very... We're joined yeah, sorry. by my we, wife. We, yeah, we are joined by your wife. Your wife is on here. Yes. Ashley. Yes, I guess it's my turn to say hi, Rich. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And you can say hi, Michael. Yeah, hi, I'm Michael. not saying hi, Michael. Your name is Matt. <laughs> so that is one thing we got to clear up right away here. Um, <laughs> Matt will be referred to as Matt and Michael, both. Yep. Right. I am the only person on planet Earth that calls Matt Michael. Um, Pretty much. So a lot of people that are going to listen to this episode are only going to know him as Matt. There is not a fourth person on this podcast. It is the same person. Um, I am going to try my best to call him Matt against oh, every it's okay. against you every do need to do that. every fiber in my being um, to do that. Uh, so now that we have that out of the way, so the the so yeah, we we wanted to kind of get together and, and talk about what happened or kind of why we stopped recording for a few weeks, um, and the reason being is Matt um, found out during that period of time over a series of events that he was diagnosed with non-small cell metastatic lung cancer stage four. And there's a whole series of events that led up to this that you guys wanted to discuss. Um, This happened roughly three weeks ago, so there's been a lot of um, tests and hospital trips and doctor trips and um, you guys have been trying to kind of keep family and friends updated, but obviously it's a lot to deal with. And yep. so Michael, yeah, Matt came to me and said, Hey, let's record an episode of the podcast and Ashley and I can kind of talk about it, which I think is actually a really good idea. Um, because it allows you to, you guys to, you know, say it in your own words and not have to kind of play telephone, uh, with a whole bunch of people. So you can kind of right. get your version of the story out there and, um, everybody will kind of know what you know, I guess. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, I mean, I won't lie. I would much rather talk about the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Unfortunately. Yeah. So but I um, guess we can, we could be heavy today. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a heavy episode. Um, so if you're tuning in for uh, comic books, uh, listen in, this will be interesting too. Um, I guess the first thing is, is how are you doing Matt as of right now? this minute i am doing okay um they have kind of leveled out my uh my medication and it's been helping with the migraines that i've been having um the anti-seizure medicine that i'm on uh makes me delirious and it makes me very fatigued and i have to take it twice a day so it's not like something i can just take advantage of when i'm going to bed Um, I have some pretty slow mornings, uh, just trying to get used to this. I, Google shows that, that these symptoms can start wearing off. Um, so I'm hoping for that because I have no idea how long I'm going to be on this for. Um, but I am feeling like way better, uh, before you know, since my incident has happened. Oh yeah. The past couple of days, he's been so much more like himself. It's been yeah. amazing. Like we're all, we all feel like we have Matt back. So we're all pretty happy around here these past few days. It's mm-hmm. been pretty great. And he's feeling more like himself too. And obviously that changes everyone's mood when he feels more like himself. Right. Right. That's, that's good. That's good to hear. I've been kind of, uh, You've been a little bit more talkative and texting and stuff um, over the past couple of days. So I've, I, I sort of took that as an encouragement 
Um, I've basically been trying to uh, leave you guys alone and, and just send stupid links to stupid stuff every now and again. Yep. <laughs> Keep and, those coming. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's good. That's good. You're feeling good. Um, you're obviously getting some medication. Um, so that, and, and you're kind of adjusting to that. Uh, and obviously, yes. you know, that type of medication is going to have side effects and, and make you feel like a little crummy. But uh, hopefully your Google search is going to pay off and you'll, you'll kind of get used to those symptoms and maybe they'll wear off a little bit. Yes. Um, so now we know you're feeling okay. You're, you're, you're showing some improvement over the last couple of days. What, uh, what led into this? What exactly happened to, um, to lead you guys to this you know, discovery that, you know, you have lung cancer. That's, that's a pretty, uh, shocking thing to find out, you know? I mean, you want to talk about anything beforehand? Um, well, so typical work day, it was uh Friday the 18th. Yep. Um, had a big meeting, uh, at work, just planning out 2021 and, Set on my computer for five hours and just wanted to take a break. So I jump on the exercise bike and um, was watching Harley Quinn, I think. Yeah. Um, and had a seizure. I've never had a seizure before. And uh, on the bike, um, I what I remember happening is not apparently what happened um i thought i got off of the bike when i realized what was happening but um i fell into the wall uh close to the bike um and cut my head open and um yeah at some point in there he ended up moving onto the floor he had grabbed a blanket like a throw blanket off of the couch that we have upstairs and he like wadded it up used it like a pillow and he had just laid down on his side, which is honestly one of the best possible situations that could have happened yeah. for him right after having a seizure. The fact that he laid in the right way right after a seizure, we were pretty lucky because me and the kids were just right next door. I mean, it was Friday. We normally like hang out with the neighbors a little bit on Friday. And so we were doing that. And when five o'clock rolled around and he would have normally walked next door too when he came out, got done with work. And he never showed up. And so I'm just like, okay, well, either he started dinner or he's working late, but let's wrap up and go home. So I did. And I come home and I see that our robot vacuum has gotten caught on one of the um, pipe cleaners that were in the craft bin upstairs. So I had Max. I said, hey, Max, grab that pipe cleaner out and take it upstairs and put it in back in the bin. And he ran to go throw it in the trash. I'm like, no, go put it upstairs where it goes. And he did. And he like, I heard him up here talking to Matt for a second. But he just, you know, was talking like normal. And then he came downstairs and he was like, Mom, Dad has blood. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean he has blood? Like thinking that he like got one of my super sharp nail trimmers or something and like tried to cut a hangnail and then, you know, made a mess of himself. But he was just like, no, he has some on his arm. And a little on his forehead. And as soon as he said that he had a little on his forehead, my stomach sank and I ran upstairs. And I found him laying on the floor, like I said, with the blanket wadded up like a pillow. And so Max, thankfully, didn't see the gash on his head. Because all he seen was Daddy laying on the floor looking like he was taking a random nap in a random place <laughs> in the house. So, um, and then I also seen that there was a pretty sizable like wet spot of blood in the corner of the bedroom of the room upstairs. This is what we use as our office and game room. Mm -hmm. Um, but so then I started panicking, so I don't want to leave him. So I start calling the neighbors next door. And then since they didn't answer the phone after the couple, first couple times, I sent my daughter back next door. So please run over there, grab Zach, tell him it's an emergency. He needs to come back over here. So he did. And then Courtney came over too and automatically like Zach's, you know, extra, what is it called? <laughs> like emergency training kicks in and he's trying to like go over all the things with Matt, like making sure that, you know, he is 
understanding like where he is what happened and he wasn't like fully there um he kept wanting to touch his forehead and we were trying to keep him from touching his forehead because we're like you have a pretty good gash on your forehead you need to stop trying to touch it um i called 911 and then hung up on them because Matt got upset with me because I was calling 911. He's like, I can get downstairs. You can take me to the hospital. If there's a gash on my forehead, I'll be fine. Like, we can go to the hospital. I'll get down the stairs. But he did not want to get up. And so Zach got him to move to one of the office chairs, like, just to get him up off the floor, like, slow move him because we wanted to make sure first that everything was movable before he got up from right. laying down. Right. And, um... He seemed fine. Like, he was getting frustrated with us that we wouldn't just let him get up. And at this point, I completely forgot I had a seizure. I was yeah, going to say. Yeah, he didn't like, know did, what had... had happened at this point. No. He had woke up and, re- like, why are you all standing around me? Like, what is going on right now? Um, <laughs> yeah, he thought we were all crazy. So, um, yeah, so 911 starts texting me, which I didn't know was a thing. But if you hang up on 911 now, they start texting you and asking you, like, what's going on? Why did you call 911? So I tell them, I'm like, hey, my husband took a fall. He's not wanting an ambulance. If I need one, I will let you know. So we tried to get him out the door within 30 minutes to make sure that um, we got him to the emergency room in a decent amount of time. And Zach rode with us to the emergency room which Matt tried to give me terrible instructions on the way to the hospital because there's I'm this like, whole roundabout thing. Yeah, there's and... a whole roundabout thing. But anyway, so I don't love driving on the interstate as it is. And it was already getting dark out. So he was just like, don't drive on the interstate. Just drive straight down to the hospital. And so I start driving that way. And he's like, what are you doing? Why aren't you taking the interstate? And I'm just like, what are, why, why are you backseat driving? So, anyway, we ended up getting him there. And because of COVID and all of that, they wouldn't let me go back with him. So I got, you know, we wheeled him in on a wheelchair because by now he's starting to feel nauseous. He doesn't know, like he still hadn't remembered why. He had fallen mm-hmm. at this point, but now he's starting to feel nauseous. He's really tired. He kept trying to fall asleep on the way there, and we were trying to keep him awake. Zach was doing an awesome job talking to him about the most random things, trying to keep him awake. But um, so we get him there. We get him a wheelchair, and he's being silly, like on the wheelchair going into the <laughs> hospital. He's just being goofy. Like you're fine, great. You know, we're thinking like he just you know low sugar from not eating enough, and then working out twice that day, and so. We're just thinking that he's going to go in. They're going to just do a once over on him. Make sure he doesn't have a concussion, stitch him up, and send him home. Well, then me and Zach go back out to the van to wait. And they go into triage him. And in triage, you can tell that part what happened. Um, so during triage, they, nobody knew at this point that I had a seizure. Like nobody knew the reason that I fell. And um, I was actually alone. And I had another seizure and I started screaming for help. Um, I really was kind of confused where I even was mm-hmm. uh, at that point, you know, just having a second seizure. Um, and I was just really confused as like, why am I alone right now? Um, but thankfully somebody heard me. So Um, And then I don't remember anything after that. Yeah, because you became unresponsive. So that's why they called me to come back inside. And so as soon as I came back inside, they they were like, yeah, if he, um, his oxygen dropped, like as soon as he had that seizure. So if he has another one, we're going to have to intubate him. And so I'm just like super panicking. And they had already, um, so like I'm over here panicking, not knowing what's happening, not knowing why you're having a seizure, all of this. Then they give you your catheter. You about rip the lady's arm off (laughs) for that process. (laughs) And they're drawing all this blood real quick. And then they try to take you back to give you to do a CT to see like why you're having these seizures. And so they come back from that. You're still out. Like you were so out of it this whole entire time. So while we're waiting on the scans to come back, this lady comes in there and she starts stitching up your head because, you know, you got eight stitches. So, and she made them blue so that it would be easier for me to find whenever they healed. And that was nice. Um, But they came back in and they're like, hey, so we've seen some, a couple of masses on the scan and 
we are not equipped to deal with this. We can't tell you for sure what it is. We can hope that they're just like, um, like in, um, just some cysts that might just be like pockets of infection. And, but we can't know that for sure here, but that's what we can hope for. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and start them on some antibiotics, hoping that's what it is and hoping that it relieves some of the pressure that was causing the seizures. So they told us then that they were going to be sending us over to Norton. and mm-hmm. so Which is in Louisville. Yeah. And so um, then we'd be going by ambulance. And then that was a whole other thing. So we um, waited for that to happen. My friend also brought me like a whole bag of stuff to take with me over there because she at first they told us that I was going to have to ride behind the ambulance and then finally they're like no he is unresponsive you have to be there to be able to talk for him whenever they get him in there and they're going to take him straight in for an MRI as soon as we get the ambulance in there so you need to stay by his side the entire time and I'm just like okay well that's even more panicky but let's do this so (laughs) i left you know my vehicle there at that hospital my friend came and she gave me a bag of stuff for you know because i'm most likely going to be overnight at this hospital we're about to go to and she was awesome they were they kept our kids that night like they were like full-on best neighbor mode possible that night and um yeah i couldn't have asked for i'm like i am so grateful that we had good neighbors and friends right next door during the situation because i cannot imagine having my kids with me during all of this happening i don't even i can't even think about it um so we end up getting in the ambulance then he starts feeling like he's going to have another seizure mm-hmm. in the ambulance. And the the guy that's in the back with him, because I'm sitting up in the front with the driver. So the guy that's in the back with him doesn't want him to have another full-blown seizure on the way to Norton. So he's just like, I'm going to have to give you this other medicine that will stop your seizure. But I don't want to give it to you because it's, it's a big deal if I have to give you this one. So I'm going to just have it ready to shoot you with it if... <laughs> You start going into the seizure. And and then so they had him, you know, turn on the emergency lights and we're flying to get there. I mean, I have never been in, in I mean, I know I've been in an ambulance before, but I don't remember it because I was the one in the back. Yeah. But I've never been like in the front and seen how fast they drive or seen how horrible other drivers are on the road when there's <laughs> ambulance going down the road. I mean, they pretty much made a maze for that ambulance driver to get through. Um <clears throat> So if anyone gets a good takeaway from this, it's, hey, when the ambulance comes, move over. Yeah, That'd be great. Away. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, so we get him there. They get him checked in. Do the scans. He is still super out. Like, he is out, out. I don't remember any no, of this. No, no. So they pulled him back in to the room because they already took me to the ICU room. And so they pulled him into the room and they're like, hey, what happened to this guy? Were you guys in a wreck? And I'm just like, No. Like he fell off of his stationary bike. <laughs> yeah, I did wreck, but yeah. sitting still. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, we're both like super panicky because, you know, we see these masses and we don't know what they are yet. And they're doing more scans. They still don't have any answers for us. Um, it was just, it was a whirlwind that night. And I stayed with them. And then the next, was it the next morning? They came back and they told us what some more of the scans had showed about um they found the lesion in your lung Mm -hmm. and then in your spine and then the four in your brain Mm -hmm. and so those were the only three places then that had popped up on scans there yeah um that they knew right away and so nobody would say the c word (laughs) there a couple of people mentioned like that's 99.5 nine percent what it is because of like all of these obvious conditions here but nobody would just flat out say that's what it is because they obviously had to wait for testing to come back so that's why we had to do a biopsy the following monday on um so they took a biopsy of the area of his lung Mm -hmm. and super weird super weird yeah and that just took him out oh my gosh he was even more out of it after that (laughs) I, be, I yeah I couldn't take deep breaths. I mean they were they were afraid that my one of my lungs would collapse while, while they were doing the uh, biopsy and yeah wow. just a lot of scary stuff yeah. like 
um, just not <laughs> not in the frame of mind for this. Uh, so yeah, so between that Friday and then waiting for them to do the biopsy on Monday, he was just very much asleep at the hospital yes. because they had already started him on the anti-seizure medicine, which his body getting used to it just meant a lot of sleeping. Yeah. And um, so there wasn't really a whole lot of extra going on then except for meeting a whole lot of doctors, a whole lot of doctors and them all just introducing themselves to us and him mm-hmm. and um, telling us their, their, you know, I guess, thoughts on what it was like their because guesses. it's because it's affecting so many areas of my body we've met you know brain doctors and lung doctors and like just, just regular oncology yes. doctors and then you know there's different you know they want to make sure that psychology psychologically he's doing well with everything yeah. going on and so it's just a lot <laughs> yeah. it's a lot um so yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Do you don't know where you're going? No. No. I mean, this so might be a good place because during all of this is about the time that, you know, you were in the hospital a lot. You were getting to know the staff Yeah. there. You met some doctors. I mean, you met some nurses that you knew th- through friends. Yeah. Which was very strange. Um, uh, one of the nurses uh, that I talked to, I talked about our podcast, Rich. And oh, really? he said cool. that he does... He does a uh, a um, a Dungeons and Dragons style podcast, <laughs> and I was just like, ah, I, I wish I remember the name of it. It was something like DK Twenty or something. I know I'm butchering <laughs> that, but but yeah, he. Um, and then they found out they had a mutual friend. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. A, so that's definitely a weird thing because my uh, my wife has actually spent. Uh, quite a lot of time in hospitals um yes not recently but uh when was that probably uh right about seven eight years ago um she had her colon removed over about uh, 18 months so spent spent a good two and a half three months in the hospital um like where she worked because she works at a hospital uh, so that was always a little bit uh awkward when like the doctors she worked with would come up and see her, and then like she knew nurses and different yeah, staff. That would be it's weird. just weird being yeah. being sick, like really sick, and then having major surgeries at the place you work, and like the place you mm-hmm. know all yeah. these people. Like the people that you're normally just work comfortable with, now right, you yeah. have to be like personally comfortable yeah. with, <laughs> yeah. like very personal. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that would be different. <laughs> no. Um, he just he just knew one of the guys, like one of the guys he plays board games with mm-hmm. through on the weekends. They that guy also knew that guy. So yeah. then that kind of just brought up a conversation. They hung out in there for a little bit and talked, yeah. and it was nice. And it just gave him like a break from the whole, you know, doctors coming in talking about their thoughts on what he had. Yeah, and... talked about divinity a lot. Yeah, so that was right, a good break right. from that. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, during the whole entire weekend, he never even turned on the TV in his bedroom. No. I mean, in his, like, in his room that he was in. He never even turned on the I'm like, honey, you got to have a distraction. Like, I know that you're just falling asleep a lot, but in between, you need to have a distraction because yeah. we can't just be thinking about... We don't right. know. You yeah. know we, everything was just up in the air question at this point. So I'm just all you're going to do is worry yourself to death. Oh, yeah. That's all I was doing. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all he was doing. Worrying himself to death and flashing nurses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've got a story about that, too. Um, I had a, a young nurse come into my room and my gown would not stay tied. And there was a nurse's station just right outside of my glass doors. And I'm, like, trying to shimmy around this nurse, just, like, I don't want to flash this young nurse. But the whole time... He's, like, backing up to go to the bathroom, like, to keep his front (laughs) to the nurse instead of his And the nurse's station is filled with women. Right. So it's just, like... Yeah. It was either one or all of them. Yeah. And so he, I guess he choose, chose, chose to just all go of all of them. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> Anything else interesting happened at the hospital while you were there? Um, 
Besides, it was an amazing hospital. I will it say really that. It really yeah. Like, those nurses there were just so phenomenal. Yeah. And all of the doctors and the staff there were so, so good. Like, I'm sorry. If you have to find out you have some sort of brain cancer, like, that's the place to go. <laughs> that's so, that's, that's definitely good because when uh, my wife was in the hospital, we definitely had some some not-so-nice people yeah. in there, um, which well, is, was a little bit yeah, of a bummer that's, sometimes. Um, yeah. But, the, but um, that's good. No, we've been having, we've had a lot of people tell us their terrible stories. So I'm just like, I can't, we're so grateful to have yeah. the people that we had around us in the hospital. We've, you know, like, just not knowing, um, we've had some doctors kind of tell us some real crummy news, uh, just making educated guesses. So I lost a lot of feeling in my left side. Um, like my strength on my left side. And so I'm kind of wobbly when I walk. Um, and you know, I had a doctor tell me you might not ever get that back. Hmm. And that was very shocking to hear. Um, my comprehension has been real bad, you know, since I, I don't know if it's, um, uh, a reaction to the medicine uh, because really nothing has changed. You know, I know that they're, they're doing radiation to my brain right now. Um, but he was having these issues before he started the radiation. You were, when you came home from the hospital, you were okay. having these issues. You're right. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if it's just a side effect of the medicine, but you know, I, I've had so many people text me, and you know want updates on stuff and i'm like i can't focus on this i can't i can't really even read this um just my comprehension is it's getting better um the i I think it was one of the first things i noticed is uh ashley handed me my computer my laptop and i couldn't type no he couldn't put it in his password yeah his his password that he has to put in every single time he logs in for work Mm -hmm. every time his pat every time his computer falls asleep or he steps away from his computer he comes back to it he has to put in this password and he could not he couldn't think about even what it was let alone put it like make his fingers work on the keyboard yeah and that was like a huge just gut-wrenching like we both stared at each other like what do you mean you can't and he's like i can't I didn't even think about like this being a thing, but I, I physically, I, I have no idea. Right, <laughs> I'm right. just like, yeah. okay. And that was just so alarming when that happened. And, you know, then it's just been little things. I was telling him, I'm like, he was eating breakfast in the middle of the night, which wasn't that late in the middle of the night. Cause I stay up until close to midnight most nights anyway. And so he was asking me like, what are you still go- doing up? Did you stay up all night? And I'm like, honey, you've only been in bed for a couple of hours. And he's, like, for sure, like, arguing with me that it's morning time. No, it's not. It's not, I promise. Um, (laughs) I know. And then, you know, there's just... He's coming. He's so much better right now, though. Like, he's so much better right now. You know, I I have to make all these phone calls for him. And then he has to okay me to talk for him to all of these places right now. And usually the security, you know, is like, what's your name? What's your birthday? Yeah. And for a minute, you know, he wasn't sure not, right. what his middle name was. He wasn't sure what his birthday was. And I'm like, honey, these are the things that, like, you have to tell these people. Right. So, to prove you're not a robot. Prove, yeah, to prove you are you <laughs> and that I can talk for you. You have to tell them these things. And so, you know, that was rough. But he went to the, doc- he went to the doctor today. The only thing he tripped up on was our zip code of our address. And honestly, we've moved enough times that that's like, <laughs> that's an honest mistake. Like right, it's okay. Right. So he did really well today. And then, you know, he had to sign some paperwork and that felt a little weird to him when he had to sign. So that was something that we did today. Whenever he came home, I was like, I gave him a pen and paper. I'm like, Hey, write some things, just write anything just so that you can try to feel used to writing things again. Because we didn't even think about that as a thing, you know, because right. he hasn't had a need to write anything until he signed some paperwork today. Yeah, so um, the the improvements have been from the steroids that they uh, my main doctor uh, prescribed me. 
And so I think that's just been helping with the swelling in with the, the lesions in my head. Um, but I, I had a, we've just seen so many other doctors. Um, we've just, we've had some bad advice, at least from my case and how I am today. Um, you know, I've had doctors tell me like, no, you should not be on steroids in your condition. And, um, no, we had one doctor that gave us yeah. a lot of bad information. And then literally the rest of them were all like, no, don't yeah. listen to him. It's yeah. fine. Um, but no, I don't think, I don't think that we had, a, we don't have a lot of contradicting. No, doctors. no. We just had the one. Yeah. Um, but just, I think it's just everything being up in the air. I think yeah. I mean, we didn't find out just... his diagnosis until Christmas Eve. Yeah. You know? Like, this is Christmas Eve, and they right. finally brought us into the office to tell us, okay, the biopsy came back. This is what he has. We're hoping that it's genetic. It's a genetic mutation. And then while we were actually there in the office, they got one of the test results back saying that it was. Yeah. Like, it was one of the markers saying that it was a marker for the genetic mutation. So, like, we literally seen <laughs> the doctors together in the in the room like high five each other like yes like we could beat this one because it was the one that was due to a genetic mutation so i mean they were showing us the scans in there that day and we were just i mean the shock i know that they thought we were too quiet i know that they thought we were too quiet because they're showing us these scans and his brain tumors on there you know his biggest one was just it's just right under three i mean four centimeters and then the next one is just really just barely smaller than that one and then the next one is just barely smaller than that one and then the the smallest one is four millimeters so that was the one they were worried about the least and you know we are seeing these scans of all of these areas and his brain lighting up Mm -hmm. and it just looked like so much and so we are just both just so shocked and you know and then they tell us too like hey don't go googling like right um life expectancies and stuff like that for this type of cancer because you're going to see that it's going to tell you like four months because the science hasn't caught up online yet with what we're planning on doing here with you and so you know we're trying to not google too much but we still need to know a little bit about like the medications he's on and things like that and trying to prepare ourselves so you know, in doing that, we end up still running in to certain articles. Yeah. And it's so hard to try to look past the life expectancy things when it comes to his type of cancer. So, because right now we still have no answers. We have no answers as to how long anything is going to happen. You know, right. tomorrow he has to be fitted for a new, um, like a chest mold mm-hmm. for them to start the radiation on the area in his lung. So tomorrow is his last treatment for his brain tumors. And then they're going to, you know, start getting him ready for the treatment on his lung. And yeah, so we're not going to know like how the radiation's working or anything like that for For a couple of months. Yeah. And they said that they would be waiting about a month, possibly two before they'll do another scan to see like what the outcome of the radiation was. Right. And that's, and that's, and that's hard. I mean, um, my wife's sickness yeah. was ulcerative colitis. You know, she had her whole colon removed. So it's not nearly as uh, serious as what you guys are dealing with. Um, but it's one of those diseases that, that they can't really diagnose, diagnose you with. Like they can't, you know, do a biopsy and pull it back and run some tests and go, yep, that's what you've got. It's more of like a between, you know, scopes and tests and labs and all these different things. They're just like, we're pretty sure mm-hmm. this is what's going on. And there's... You know, going through that uh, really early in life uh, kind of showed me that a lot of stuff in the medical area is not black and white. It's very gray. No, it's it's right. you know you know you know. Luckily, you know what what you're what you're up against now, but how you're going to react to the treatments, how how the cancer is going to react to the treatments. You know, all these different variables can have you know very different outcomes. You know, some good, some bad. You know, you don't. You just don't know, and and you know, it, it sounds like you're getting newer treatments, and you know, there's not as much data on them. So the doctors don't probably don't probably have an educated guess as to what they're hoping it will be, 
but you know they're they're not going to know either like like you're saying for a couple of months and that's obviously frustrating to you guys um but is is also frustrating to like everybody's like you said texting you and trying to figure out what's going on oh you got this scan what did it say yeah because it's just gonna it's like a pregnancy test right it just comes back go yep it's working or it's not, yeah. you know, or what, but it's just not, not that, really, it's just not that way. <laughs> it's not that easy. And, no. and, and, and that's, yeah, that's the biggest thing here too. I, it's, I mean, I, I had a, I had a, we're recording on the, uh, 13th. I had a, another scan today, uh, cause they have to scan my entire body now to figure out like if there's anything else that they may have missed. Right. Yeah. Because they did find some more diseased areas in his lymph nodes in the center of his chest. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's just making sure that they literally scan every single inch of his body to make sure that they can find anything that could be missed before, um, you know, saying, okay, you know, now we have a for sure long-term game plan here because you can't start this miracle drug that's supposed to help with his... And they are calling it like this miracle drug. <laughs> they really are. Um, but they can't start that until he is completely done with all of his radiation. Right. So we, um, you know, we it's just literally one step at a time. And it just happens to be, it feels very much like a crawl more and, than a run. And where the tumors are in my brain, they can't go in and surgically remove them. Because they said that they would damage too much good tissue in there. So mm. they're hoping that the radiation just shrinks them down enough. And that the miracle, so, so the, the type of cancer I have, um, I'm going to butcher this. Okay. Okay. So it's, um, the, the cells, when it breaks down my protein. Nope. The gen, the, it's the, it's the protein that's in your gene. Yes. Okay. It's a genetic protein. And it's diseased like this, that process. Um, and, um, it's basically putting out toxins in my body. But this pill is supposed to stop that from happening is what they're, you know, is what they're saying. This, um, this, uh, the Cadillac of pills seems like, let me tell you. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The, the amount of money that That they want to charge for this medicine is pretty outrageous. And I'm like, Hey, you kind of have to have it to keep living. So yes, they don't give you much. They really put you in a corner. They right. really put you in a corner. Right, 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 right. And so we're over we... here. <laughs> no, we laughed the lady at the pharmacy when she told us what yeah. our oh portion of it was. I'm pretty sure th- she thought we were like, we went mad. Like yeah. when we started cackling, <laughs> laughing at her. Because it was the same day we finally started getting some of the bills back from insurance. So it was just like that day was just full of piles of bills. And... It was just very, I'm like, are you kidding me? That's great. That's fantastic. Tell us some more. Because, yeah, that's how she worded it. She was just like, well, the good news is after you hit your maximum for the year, you only have to pay that once. And I'm like, oh, you're right. That's terrific news. (laughs) You know how to give it, don't you? She like, that was great job on her part. But Yeah. So we're over here just trying to stay positive because, yeah, a lot of life expectancies Number one, it's because most people that have this type of cancer are much, much, much older. So when you see like certain percents and rates and things like that, that's based off of a much older demographic. Mm -hmm. He's 33. He's extremely healthy. I mean, he was working out multiple times a day. He manages his diet like as closely as humanly possible. Like he has tried to strive to be extremely healthy because he wants to live as long as possible and then this just kind of came out of nowhere literally we felt like we were hit with a mac truck yeah i mean i i i can't even imagine i mean i think i think everybody sort of kind of wonders like when your mind wonders like you know if you were put in that situation where like the doctor comes in and sits you down it's like hey you got cancer like every like you see it on tv and like things like that can't even imagine you know what Oh, yeah. Speaking of TV, you can't watch that anymore. Yeah. You can't can't really watch TV anymore after you get this news. It's so, like, you look at everything differently. It's just the truth. Like, we tried to watch that new movie, Soul, with the kids. Oh, Oh, my God. Don't watch that. That movie needs to have a disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, yeah, it's it's been, oh, yeah, because that movie is all about, um, like, live your best, or, like, live 
live every day to the fullest yeah. and it's just yeah. like well I'm not just really a- it's just like even the average guy's life was still lived right if you really think about it yeah but either what i'm saying is like there needs to be a bigger disclaimer <laughs> if you just had life-altering <laughs> news maybe consider not watching this today right, yeah. right. but we did because the kids wanted to watch it and that was and then you know dad's over here sobbing and the kids are like what is the matter with you like why are you crying we're just like it's okay it's okay this is a really good movie this is just a really good movie you know and like lexi's looking at him like he grew an extra head and all this stuff and i'm like honey it's fine like he's gonna be all right and you know they're taking this all just well i mean there's only so much they can know yeah they don't i mean they don't understand they don't have like the, the yeah they don't know everything about what's going on right. and we're just trying to be more vague about yeah. it with them well because... i mean because even if we told them that he has cancer they don't know what cancer that, yeah, is right 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 yeah yeah so trying to explain that to them they just you know they just go around saying that daddy can't do this daddy can't drive us anywhere because he bonked his head yeah <laughs> right 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 yeah it's that's got to be rough i um yeah, everything has fallen to Ashley, unfortunately, now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can't drive all their extracurriculars. I can't even be left alone um, because I'm still at risk for having a seizure. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just this... <laughs> yeah yeah so like ball and chain yeah you're really stuck with me now yeah 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 Yeah. well one of the one of the things you guys had written down was what uh what my thoughts were when i found out um and i found out on on facebook when i think ashley made the first kind of post kind of saying what initially had happened um and that's that's sort of where my mind went after like the shock of i wait i just talked to him like a day ago kind of thing like well you know this is crazy um, but that's, that's kind of where my mind started to wander is, oh, wait a minute. If, you know, I think, I think by then I knew that he had a seizure and I'm thinking, okay, so that means Ashley's having to call all the insurance companies and she's having to, you know. Cause you went through this. Right. Exact like, same like thing. insurance, FMLA, uh, you know, prescriptions, yeah. hospital. Oh God, they have kids. I didn't have kids when we went through this. Like, what are they going to do with the kids? Um, like logistics yeah. was the things that I started thinking about. Um, cause it's rough, man. I mean, I can remember very vividly, uh, my wife sitting in a hospital bed one night, you know, because, you know, she was there for months at a time. And like, I, I actually worked across the street, um, in this, in the town where we live. Um, the, the biggest hospital in town was right across the street from where I worked. So it was actually kind of nice. I would leave at lunch and go sit with her. And then right after I got off work, I just drive straight over there. And, like, we didn't have kids. We were still dating. We weren't even mm-hmm. married then uh, for, for m- most of the major surgeries. Um, but, you know, people would come in, and they just want to talk about, you know, what's going on, this and that. It's all they want to talk about is the disease or the surgery yeah. or the sickness. And, you know, they would right. leave, and she would just be, like, exhausted. She's like, I just can't. I just can't talk about this anymore. And she's like, it's so nice to just have you here so we can just, you know, watch a movie or, um, just talk about something different, different times. You all were allowed visitors. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's obviously, yeah. But, but even then, like, um, people calling and texting, like my parents, her parents, um, her grandparents, you know, our aunts and uncles, because we all, you know, like you guys, a lot of our family is pretty close there. And we had, we have like family members on like extended extended family members on my side that know extended family members on her side. They're like talking and things are like coming back around about what's going on. So like her mom's finding out from like my aunt about what's going on and that's not really right. And then her mom's calling me and being like, what the hell? You know, we don't know what's going on. It's just like, God, it's just, you know, you're trying to deal with doctors and, and, and health insurance and nurses and like all these people and then it's just a, yeah, it, and then a lot try of that to have your husband can't text these people back too right so like yeah. imagine if she also couldn't answer any of these people so yeah. you are manning two phones i still much. have so many unread messages on my phone that i plan on getting to at some point but i don't know right and, and that's the frustrating part is you just don't like everybody's asking you like what's going on what's going you know what's 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 the verdict here and you just don't know and so there's nothing there's nothing to really 
to really say that's going right. to kind of kind of satisfy you know what they're looking for. And, and we are so fortunate, like to have people that want to help, but. It's... We have so many people that have messaged us. Like, if you need anything at all, text me. Let me know. Like, anything. Really. Don't be afraid to message me. I'm just like, okay, but you and 300 other people. Right. Yeah. And I think... <laughs> like, I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like, I love that so, 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 so much. But the fact that so many people, and I have to, you know, keep the back and forth with these folks, too, all telling them these same things. And I'm like, it, it's becoming a full-time job messaging all of these people. And still trying to, you know, yeah, spend are, the entire day at the hospital and stuff some days. We are fortunate that Ashley's job is so flexible because we are living at doctors' offices now. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. yeah. I, I would have to take an extended leave if if this was if she if this was you know her situation that she was dealing with. Um, right. right. Because I just wouldn't be able to do that through my job, but. Yeah. No, I am pretty lucky in that because yes. they are really understanding. And, you know, I'm working pretty late into the night and then starting out the next day with the kids going to school on the days that they go to school, which that is a whole nother thing. Like you have to go through this battle, especially when you find out your husband has cancer. You know, we were coming back from a holiday break. Like, do we send our kids back to school? What if they bring home COVID? Because if they brought that home, right. then we have to worry about that postponing treatment for him. Right. Because he can't go and get treatment if he gets exposed. And I'm like, and the last thing I want is my kids worried that they cost their dad time. You know what I mean? Because he missed out treatment. Not that they would ever know that. Yeah. Huh? But at the same time, I'm just like, what do I do? Because I also need them to go to school so we can get to all these doctor's appointments. Right. (laughs) And so it was such a hard decision as to, you know, what's the right thing to do here? And then, so this week, we actually had a, our daughter came home. Well, she didn't come home sick. She woke up in the morning and she had a fever. We full on panicked, full on panicked because it's just the first <laughs> week they've been back to school. Right. And, you know, so we called everybody The her doctor's office is immediately like, hey, your situation at home, you need to get her COVID tested 100%. So we do, we have to take her to the hospital and get her COVID tested. And it did come back within it was before 24 hours hit. It came back with the negative. Thank goodness. Because we went through even through the hospital. The doctor's office was like, you want this answer back as soon as possible because he had his PET scans today. So we had to, we had to know as quickly as possible for sure. And it was just, I'm like, when I was a kid, like people could just get sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it <laughs> right. not be that, you know, she was just normal kid sick. She was just normal snotty head kid sick and yeah, it's... not anything at all. But her experience with being, having a sick day is completely different than what ours was growing up. Right. Oh, like yeah. she was taken all over the world <laughs> and yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to get tested. Yeah. I think I've, I think my, each so... of my kids has been tested at least twice now. Um, yeah, because no, that they was wake the first time just, for her. I mean, kids just wake up and they have a fever sometimes. And then it's like, okay, right. well, now they can't go to school for, you know, two days until they're fever free and, you know, on medication and yeah. negative test. And it's like, okay, well, now we got to go to the walk in clinic and, you know, do, yeah. do this nasty test. I mean, he they had don't treatment do. that day, too. Yeah, it's, that's, yeah, that's an, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's so i mean he had treatment so we had to still take him to treatment and and then get her to the doctor's office and then get her covid tested and all of this stuff so it was just it was a such a hectic day just because she woke up with a fever and she was just like i said regular sick (laughs) (laughs) but we just we had to do all of that to be safe and oh boy does it change things (laughs) yeah yeah we um uh, so I've had, at this point, I've had five. No, tomorrow's your fifth. Oh, okay. Um, four rounds of radiation to my brain, and they're fitting me for my chest uh, tomorrow as well. So we're gonna be at the doctor all day tomorrow. Um. But luckily, it's all in one building this time. Yeah. Today's everything is in one building. It's a really awesome. Um, like it's the Norton Cancer Institute. It's really good. 
Ashley's been getting there. into her Animal Crossing. Yeah, she's been <laughs> helping pass the time. Yep, I used she's to. playing. She's playing the game. Uh, Rich, she is. Uh, you know, doing the bells or the turnips. The turnips. Oh <laughs> she's man, play- you're playing the turnip yep. market. Man, you got to turn those. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but that's funny. Yeah, I used to when Nicole was in the uh, when Nicole was in the hospital. I used to. I think I had a PSP. I think I stole my brother's PSP. And I would sit and play PSP <laughs> games for whatever reason while she was in the hospital. Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely an experience if you've never done that. I've never I, had to deal with that before. Well, yeah, because it's either yeah. like, okay, you're going to sit here and answer the same thing to a bunch of people on your phone. Or how about we take a quick break from all of it for a minute <laughs> and play a video game? Let's right. let me let me give my brain just a second to just relax and play a video game instead of keep on going over it and have another reason to get upset right. here at the hospital. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that's a that's obviously a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, we still have no definitive answers. Um, we're going to try to keep posting stuff as much as we can. Um, but is that it? I think that's everything, that right? Does that cover everything? I mean, the kids are doing okay. We're still trying. It was very important to him that they still try to keep their re- routines as much as possible. Yeah. Because, you know, they are in um, a couple of after-school activities. Right. And which are very, very social distanced, even though they are after-school activities. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still wanted their lives to still not be changed all too much. So I did have to move some things around to be able to not split up because, you know, we had some days where he would take Max to karate and I would take Lexi to tennis. And now that's not an option. So we did move some things around. So even after school can be a little bit busy, but he's found a way to be comfortable in the van after (laughs) radiation days (laughs) Um, and still make the best out of it. Yeah. Yeah, lots of driving. I was never the one to be driving. I was the one to be chauffeured. Right. <laughs> and now this has changed some things a lot. Driving Miss Daisy now. Yeah. It's driving everywhere. <laughs> um, and he keeps trying to go to the driver's side door every time we go outside. Just used to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think the I think the plan so usually when we record one of these, uh it it gets pushed to uh, the Apple, what is it? The Apple Podcast app, Spotify, um, yep. all kinds of podcast apps. Um, it's on our our, our website. Um, yep. But I think we're gonna we should be able to post this to Facebook. Um, I believe or at least a link to it oh, okay. on the show. If you guys okay. if you guys want yeah, to we do, can that. do that once we get it posted, we can yes. we can link it on Facebook. Um, yeah, I I want like just people with all the questions you know just if they wanted to take the time you know to have the full story this was kind of the idea of recording this right um yeah and you guys haven't said anything about recording more of them we can you know we can always do that um yeah hopefully you start feeling better and we can uh get back to recording our talking about dumb stuff um yeah he's practicing holding a controller rich i promise he's practicing (laughs) yeah he wants to play video games so bad. I mean, this is the biggest torture for someone who loves to read and play video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's got to be. You yeah. have all this time to be laying around, and you can't do those right. things. Right, I, yeah. Guilt, guilty, yeah. Guiltily, I was, some some books launched, and I was like, oh, i got to send these to Michael. I was like, oh, wait, I can't send them to him. I was just going to bum him out if I send it to him. Um, <laughs> well, if they're audiobooks. Well, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think I brought that up to him. I'm like, oh, he's trying to audiobooks, you know. That would, yeah, I need to get an Audible subscription. That, that would be good. Um, and actually, the library, they have a lot of options, too, for oh, audiobooks. Yeah. The library has a lot of... Because I think just... I told... We were talking about Queen's Gambit, and I was listening to that, so I need to just get back to that. But, uh, you know, I need to be in the right headspace. So. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Is there anything else you guys can think of that you wanted to talk about or think or bring up? No, or? I don't think so. I mean, one of the side effects from Matt's 
um, you know, meds. A lot of the a lot of the meds that he's on says that the biggest side effect is rage. You know, and so if you know him, you know that he is like the most mild person in the whole world. So this has been funny, like and, us and, yes. trying to, you know, he'll he'll ask me and be like, I hate to do this, but can you do me a favor? And I'm like, well, there's that rage coming up again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I've noticed like little bits of rage coming out of me. It's kind of strange. Because he is not that person. <laughs> like trying to troubleshoot uh, time zones on Windows 10 for my son because his was set for California. Uh, yeah, Pacific time. And I logged in as an administrator. It just would not change. And... Ashley heard me in there <laughs> slamming my fist and my son just in shock, like laying in his bed. Like, we've never seen dad do this before. He was very mad at that computer. But yes. hey, he was trying to troubleshoot something. And that's a big, that's a big improvement around yes. here lately. So like, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. We're looking on the bright side of everything. We're staying positive. All yep. of that good stuff. Yeah, All the doctors gonna, are positive. You're gonna you're gonna get these drugs and you know get bit by a spider. You'll be a superhero before all this is said and done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what Max is positive. <laughs> that's going to happen because every time we leave, we were like, okay, Dad has to get his brain lasered again today. Right. And, <laughs> and so he is. Yeah. Yep. I'm pretty sure Max has put that together too. That it's going to turn his dad but into I, a superhero. I, yes, that visual of spider-man getting bit and all of his genes mutating like that's totally what's going to happen to me exactly i just know it yep yep (laughs) well i think that's just about it yeah all right that's all we got to cover well thank you rich yeah no yeah and also like anyone that listens to this honestly if you've reached out in some way and i mean just know that we appreciate you we know that a lot of people love us and we love you all back. Yeah. We really do. Like we are genuinely just it we have been moved so much lately. Like it is so unbelievable to us how many people out there um love us. And I don't want to yeah. talk about it too much cuz then we're going to get emotional again. <laughs> but it's big. Yeah. It's big. There's yeah, a big it, love around and, us. We yeah. have a good support system and we could not be more grateful. We really couldn't. Like, there's not an, even enough words to talk about. I mean, I mean, you can't use them. <laughs> they're not right, there. Right. right. And it, so, it's going to be, I, yeah, when, when you guys get through this and, you know, you make it to the other side, um, it, it's, it's just going to be that much better for your family because you're all going to be closer together. Because once, you know, like me and my wife, like when something comes up that's difficult or something, it's like, eh, this isn't a big deal. Like, we've, we've dealt with hard stuff before. Like this, yeah. this is right. just a small little problem. Like things that were big problems before are going to be not big deals anymore. It's, it's going to change your, uh, your outlook on things. So, um, yeah, I think it takes a lot of, I'm, I, I was, I thought this was a good idea. It's, it's a good way to, to, for you guys to kind of communicate what's going on. But I, I think it takes a lot of courage to get on here and, and take what is a exceedingly private, um, you know, I don't even know what the situation. word is. Situation. Yeah. yeah very yeah. private situation, very personal situation, uh, a very unknown situation and, and, and kind mm-hmm. of put it out here to the, to the internet, um, for, for, you know, people to listen to. So, um, that's, that's pretty brave and, and courageous of you guys to do that. Um, at least in my opinion. Yeah. So, well, I mean, our eyes recently have really been opened up to how many people in this world, our, one of us or the other, or both of us have right, right. touched. And, you know, I know that it, a lot of the times when we post those Facebook comments, I mean, those posts on there and we look through all the comments, yes, we don't answer everybody back, but we've read every one of them. And in reading every one of them, we think back to why we know that person, what, what, chapter of their our lives that person played in and it just has brought back a lot of memories and it it definitely made us realize yeah how many people in this world the the story of 
you know, Jack Patton that I sent you was just, that was incredible. Right, I had yeah. no idea yeah, a lot of that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. I, I really didn't either. Um, yeah. And we still don't know the whole story and we would love to, <laughs> but hopefully one day he'll share that with us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so. I think that's a, as good a place as I need to end it. Um, okay. If, uh, let's see, what is, yeah, so this, so I don't even think I said the name of this show. Um, so this is technically, <laughs> I'm a terrible host. Matt usually hosts um, for these reasons. Um, the show is, is called Bit Punch Radio, and it's a show that Michael and, or Matt and I record <laughs> usually weekly, obviously, before all this happened. Yeah. About video games, tech, comics, nerdy stuff. Um, but we obviously used it for, uh, for this uh, this week. Um, but the website that this is uploaded to is bitpunch.tech. So that's B-I-T-P-U-N-C-H dot tech. Um, and like I said, we'll, it'll be on Apple Podcasts, it'll be on Spotify, and uh, I'll get you guys the link so you can post it to Facebook, uh, which will probably get it to okay. most of the people that, that you want to hear this. Um, yeah. So, and if we do do further episodes, it'll, it'll keep getting uploaded to the same place. And, Yes, we'll, we'll we'll kind of play it by ear. I don't I don't think that is the goal. I want to get back to this because it's definitely my outlet. Lets me feel like a kid still talking about nerdy stuff. So, <clears throat> oh sorry, there's the mic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. We uh, the goal is to start recording the show again, but I, I don't really have a timeline on when we will be able to do that. But right. Yeah, we'll play it by ear. Yeah. All right, well, well. Thank you, Rich. No problem. No problem. Anytime. Uh, good luck with your test tomorrow. Have fun. Um, don't give yep. Ashley a hard time about driving or where she's going. Just listen to her and let her get you to where you need to go. And, well, I uh, don't know. We looped around that block pretty <laughs> a few times today. There was a lot of construction going on around that hospital. So. Yeah, I mean, and you're in Indiana, so there's 800 roundabouts between you and wherever you got to go. So it's always fun. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks, guys. We will uh, thank you. Thank you. Touch base for the next update. Uh, hopefully soon. <laughs>